This week's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Audible. And Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime to get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. I heartily endorse this event or product. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons. That name again is Talking <laughs> Simpsons and this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. Who is here with me today? I'm Henry Gilbert, you lousy season. Uh, I'm uh, Johnny Joe Driveway, Chris <laughs> Antista. Also so. would have gone with uh, Chris... Constantly stuck in H gear, Antista. Put that in H. <laughs> and I am your host, Bob Hornpipe Fever Mackey. Oh. Sound effect, Chris. Oh. I thought you had one. No, not this time. Okay. And oh, not again. We did it again. And this episode is Mr. Plow, the immortal Mr. Plow, which aired on November 19th, 1992. Chris will tell us what happened on this mythical day in real life history. <gasps> Oh, boy, Bobby, what an exciting time. Uh, Superman dies for the first time in the pages of DC Comics. Sony launches its first mini-disc, Mariah Carey's MTV Unplugged. The recording playback unit starts at just $750, oh, $1992 pre-ordering. Wow. And even though Fox can barely keep a show on the air, it can get a song to the top of the pop charts with How Do You Talk to an Angel from the television show The Heights. How do you talk to an angel? Sign language? I still or? hear this. Me too. Like some kind of uh, so lame, Nelson like meatloaf kind of. son. Yeah, yeah, want to be Nelson? It's it's, that, we, it's weird that like I still hear that song and I, whenever it plays, I'm like, does no one know about the heights? The heights? They're not teaching the kids about the heights. It was like a, they a show I think lasted like less than a one season. Yeah, maybe a season. It's like were they like a Melrose Placey kind of band? But they were what? a band. Yeah, was, they were uh, an angsty little dramedy on Fox. But they were a band called the Heights, and are, that are, was their song. Are we in full Melrose Place town now in terms of uh, history? No, I don't think I don't so. Think actually, this could be now. I think because like, 90210 begat Melrose Place, which begat Models, Inc., which is a season six joke. So yeah, I feel like it's another like, one season wonder. Yeah, maybe 90210 is God, began. We can't the, forget how huge Melrose Place was. Uh, <laughs> and the death of Superman stuff, that was, that blamed, that was blamed for killing the comic boom because mm. it... Everybody bought the issue thinking, it like, oh, this is a real death of Superman, not knowing that every comic book death is always undone. Yeah. 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 And so everybody felt burned by his return from to life. And, Wait uh, a minute. This is all part of capitalism? Yes. I, and it led to, it led a, to a great very, Max Landis video? Yeah, actually did. Yeah, but I was going to say a uh, great SNL sketch about uh, yes. the m- memorial for Superman. And I got to actually quiz Tim Meadows at New York Comic Con mm. over which character he played. He could not remember. Which one was it? The African-American Green Lantern, John, John Stewart. Stewart. Oh, okay, not, not the comedy host. <laughs> J-O-N Stewart. No, got not it. J-O-H-N. But anywho. So this Mr. Is, Plow! We have gotten to Mr. Plow. I one of the immortal this, episodes. I watched this episode going in, like, and I've watched it several times in the last couple of years and like ah I'm such a fucking hipster douchebag yeah. there I said it everybody loves this episode so I'm like I'm ready to not love this episode or find some flaw oh, in it and it's impossible it is 
fucking on fire every single second there's some, mm. something funny happens I had to be very selective with what I captured well Chris you were asking why people remember this one so well it's very funny number one but number two that change in season makes episodes more memorable like Homer the Heretic mm. I think is more memorable because of the win- huh. winteriness huh. of it and this is like yeah. we don't see the Simpsons in winter outside of a Christmas episode usually yeah. I feel that adds a lot to new situations new jokes mm-hmm. things like that that don't normally happen on you, baby. And, and I think this episode is a complete story it's an A story all the way there's no B story like yeah dragging it down yeah, but you just think about the things that people hate about the Simpsons mm-hmm. Homer getting a new job exactly yeah. uh, like and if I were to, just if I were to tell you like what's the most the best episode of Beverly Hills 90210 the one where Brandon gets a job driving a snowplow <laughs> that is the best episode of that show that's obviously the one where Brandon's friend kills himself <laughs> Scott, playing with a gun I know. this God. I mean like speaking sentimentally and from my perspective this spoke to me as a kid you guys are all good southern boys mm-hmm. I grew up in northeast Ohio where snow as a kid was like this magical force that would close schools and let you play with these fun like uh, snowmen and you can make your own luges in the backyard and have seems beautiful it's like this was like this magical force from heaven and it was an entire show about this like we would get maybe two weeks a year off for snow days where I live two weeks off a year for hurricanes so there well, I think yeah. <laughs> the one year we had like two hurricanes that canceled mm-hmm. school and that they to make up for it, they made like the rest of the days 15 minutes longer, which uh, at school, which was just like, dude, come on. I, I, you can't I, actually make up for that amount of learning. That time was wasted. Minutes. I just hit my 10 year anniversary in San Francisco where we're recording this right now. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, where we got hit. Not hit direct. We hadn't been hit directly by a hurricane since 1985 when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But every hurricane that comes through either pushes shitty weather over us or like we get a little bit of it. And like, so I shouldn't have a college degree because I probably missed through hurricanes alone <laughs> at least two months of college. Wow. Uh, at least because the right, like, right. Oh, God. College is starting again. Sweet power outage. Everything's flooded. We don't have to it's, go to school. Weird. They would never close our college for snow, but people would just wouldn't show up. But in the class and unlike yeah. elementary school, we didn't have to make it up at the end of the fucking year. They were just dead days. <laughs> Your degree yeah. is meaningless, Chris. Have three. <laughs> totally. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I came into this asking myself, is this the best episode ever? And for me personally, I think I can think of a handful off the top of my head I like more. Like, I. I like Monorail, Marjorie's mm-hmm. Monorail more. I like Homer Goes to College more. I like Bart's Comet more. Mm. And uh, and also uh, Burns' Bear. I forget the official name of that one. Uh, Burns' Air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Rosebud. No, Rosebud. No, Rosebud. Rosebud yeah. Actually, Burns' Air is up there, too. But definitely, yeah. all those ones I, I really love. But this one is that great mix of like this is a plus animation and mm-hmm. a plus writing yes right. like great jim reardon super Every, fat everybody super is great so homers. round yeah. like not just homer like every character is like extra rounded extra cartoonish like yeah. doing the things matt graining hates I also, it's just beautiful every single second of this is perfect and the the movie parodies are subtle and awesome and all work I think they're yeah. all great. And they're pretty obscure, some of them. Some of yeah. them are pretty obscure. This episode starts with another uh, reference lost to time, like last oh, week's studs. Yeah. Straight to Phil Hartman. Live from Hawaii's beautiful Molokai Island. We're not just for lepers anymore. It's Carnival of the Stars. I'm your host, Troy McClure. You may remember me from such films as The Erotic Adventures of Hercules and Dial M for Murderousness. Tonight, we'll see Angela Lansbury walk on hot coals. Excitement, she wrote. But first, a man whose inspiring battle with Perkadan addiction is soon to be a movie of the week. Krusty the Clown! 
I'll be played by Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Now he faces his toughest audience. Three Siberian tigers. Simba, on the ball. Yeah, they'll be chewing on him for a while. That's the second Krusty the Clown animal attack yeah. in like a month. It's getting really it's unlucky. So great. He's yeah, attacked so much. That was a Circus of the Stars parody. It was just this Dude, like weird. a bunch of B-level stars doing like stunts and stuff. It was bottom of the barrel television. Like real yeah. uninspiring tightrope walking. And, and aired from 77 to 1994. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I've never seen one of these I, And I mean, have, have, if you watched the O.J. Simpson documentary Made in America, mm-hmm. you will see him on Circus of the Stars really? being introduced by Betty White for him doing uh, not, sorry, not Betty White uh, it was uh-huh. uh, a B. Arthur B. Arthur introduces him no, he's, and he's doing magic tricks he's remember? not throwing knives he's losing gloves oh yeah he made those gloves disappear <laughs> <laughs> he held that knife tight in his hand he didn't throw it uh, but yeah Circus of the Stars when people make fun of reality shows today like Circus of the Stars is no better like yeah. it's also junk television well, hey, about celebrities it was real world somebody's had a glass of whiskey real real world road rules challenge rural challenge Tri- it's rural tour it's very hard to say <laughs> it, it was, it's better than a regular reality show yeah, it's a battle well, and it's with it's stars you're mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. stars do stuff which is you yeah. can't just watch a Bronson Pinchot any night <laughs> I mean he's gotta be uh, and so strangers and also there's uh, some interesting continuity in all that clip too mm-hmm. one oh, yeah. he mentions the erotic adventures of Hercules which we will see again mm-hmm. in uh, when uh, Homer eats that sandwich yeah Selma's choice in Selma's choice and then the Perkadan addiction actually comes back again oh, to Krusty right. in Simpsons roasting on an open fire uh, Homer or, sorry episode. not in that one uh, Marge ugh, Fuck. Marge be not proud. No, no, wait. I had it. I uh, got it wrong. Whatever. Drift of the Magi? It's the one where uh, Krusty's like, and now I mean my new court-ordered uh, uh, sidekick, Miss No Means No. <laughs> and then Bart says he's just going to blame this on his Perkadan edition. Wasn't my fault. Wasn't Perkadan. <laughs> now our new sponsor, Perkadan. Uh, oh, so, man, I totally forgot about that. Krusty loves his Perkadan. Uh, I get, like, and here's a good example of like, this is a meaningless, needless throwaway joke. Hmm. They're basically establishing snow is coming to Springfield, and just the the chatter on KBBL. Take it easy, folks. It's snow picnic out there. <laughs> I snow what you mean. <laughs> You're dead weight, Marty. <laughs> I love the bickering between them. Yeah, like his shitty pun was so so superior yeah. to uh, to Bill's. Oh, and I didn't mention uh, to Homer drinking the brine. I'd never. I I thought that was a gross thing. Yeah. Nobody would actually do until I lived with oh. a roommate who loved who loved brine. Like she would she drink pregnant? pickle brine. No, yeah, oh, like she... pickle. I, I don't like this, but pickle brine is a chaser for some drinks. Like people Ugh. will t- take up shot of pickle brine as a chaser. Ugh. It's really weird. I don't get it. If you do it, I don't do pickles. Too phallic. <laughs> um, but uh, see, like I think what confuses people here's an example of why it's one of the best episodes ever. All of these are like just disparate scenes when you realize they're all the patchwork that makes up this whole episode. Yeah. You can see a, a coat in Homer, but I see these clips all the time and I never remember they're from Mr. Plow. Oh my God. Mm. After Homer wrecks his car with his own car. Now, before I give you the check, one more question. Uh, this place, Moe's, you left just before the accident. This is a business of some kind? Don't tell him you were at a bar. <gasps> but what else is open at night? It's a pornography store. <laughs> I was buying pornography. <laughs> I would have never thought of that. Uh, 
Back when you had to buy porn, what a pornography store! I was buying pornography. Homer's face when he says that is so beautiful. Yeah, the dumbest look. There's so many great blank Homer faces. Like when they cut when he answers the phone at Moe's, like he's just slack jawed staring at television. They're great poses in this episode. It's beautiful and. Oh my god! Oh, also, the Perkinen line is from Round Springfield: "The Death oh. of Bloody Gums Murphy, Blood and Guts Murphy, Blood episode. and Guts Murphy." Yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna give this my line of the show: Homer goes shopping for new cars. This makes me guffaw every time I accidentally see it. That's the joke. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. What country is this car from? It no longer exists, but take her for a test drive, and you'll agree. Zagreb Ebnem Zlotigdiev. That's not real. Put it in age! <laughs> that was the immortal crazy Valklov who would never show up again? Yeah, uh, but like, unless a... you're on like a bunch of Simpsons shitpost memes where he is invaded big time. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I... Uh, I just noticed this time watching it that it's like a the hood ornament is a giant it's a, dead bug. It's a dead yeah. bug, and it's also on the steering wheel too. Yes. Hectares is that a real measurement of anything? Yeah, hectares like on a, a full a, tank of kerosene. <laughs> this country no longer. Kerosene. That's joke after joke after yeah. joke. It's so good. And but you said, did you look that up? Those are not real words. He's saying, like, yeah, it just says uh, the caption yeah. just says Sla- Slavic language. Yeah. Like, and I like to look it up, and there were not real words. I, if they I, are, let me know. Just was on a podcast. 30 2010 championing Borat as one of the best comedies this uh this culture has to offer and everybody seems to hate it because the dick in your office won't stop doing impressions of him uh but <laughs> nice. it's really good it's nice, nice. yeah i fuck my sister it's funny i swear yeah. i'm not doing it justice and uh, i'll take when, that over that's what she said but. <laughs> also uh, when they go to the so then they go to the auto show to look for cars <sighs> there were a lot of that's when i first really noticed there are a few pause the image and mm-hmm. say a line over it that it's mostly done by Homer, and that's the first one in this scene. Yeah, well, this is one of the most memorable lines from that. Do you come with a car? Oh, you. <laughs> Do you come with a car? Oh, you. <laughs> Perfect. I've unfortunately yeah. been to a lot of trade shows. Same and, here. And I always yep. think of this yep. line when I see the poor women who, well, at least they're getting paid. Do I you hope. come well, with a Nyko charger? <laughs> <laughs> I used to think, like, the men are delusional, but then I started to believe, like, no, it's like, aha, she has to touch me. Haha, yeah. I can get a picture of this. Uh, my friend, my uh, One of our friends, his uh, uh, sister-in-law, is a... E3 booth babe has, has done been it, but she's she's a professional model and actress yes. in general and but the dirty secret way. she told us Ooh. is like uh smell my shoulder <laughs> oh cuz the, the armpits go on the shoulder 1300 hot nerds placing their stinky sweaty armpit on her shoulder a Ugh. day creates a Ugh. horrible smell on her shoulder. Let's it, call them moist nerds. Blah. I would never put my arm around like a stranger who is paid to be yeah. forced to be nice. I'm saying that while disgusting. sweating, over being overweight, sweating my ass <laughs> off and looking at my George Carlin Rufus action figure, I have no room to talk, but I also don't pose in pictures with fucking booth. Babes. I want to slide in next to a woman who's clearly repulsed by me. Therefore, I'm better <laughs> than you. Oh, and then also the fourth Reich joke was a pretty great, like, so dark. Like, you're yeah, watching dude. people die so on screen. The- we, we had a comment uh, on our on one episode, they're like, "Why do you Americans always bring up the Nazis when Germans are involved?" The Simpsons are. I'm surprised when there they have go. the when they have the patience and the self control to not make a Nazi joke. Yes. And this is the one time it gets slips through. I don't think Mac Rain is probably happy. Closed. Yeah. For uh, fourth Reich Motors. Notice um, right before they meet one of the greatest celebrity guest appearances of all time. Oh yeah, 
Um, there has to be a cut joke with Krusty in a Wienermobile. Yeah, or there's no reason they'd be standing in front of that Wienermobile. There is a Wienermobile and Krusty the Clown. There has to have been a joke. There's like a lack of sign jokes in this this car show. It's weird. There's like like, a joke like water-powered car, but it's not really a joke. And I I double-checked it. Uh, A good resource on these things Mm -hmm. beyond the commentaries for behind-the-scenes stuff is to... You kind of have to know Simpsons writers and then go back through their Twitter yeah. during the August, late August 2014 Every Simpsons <laughs> Ever Marathon. That's a lot of steps. Do not accuse us of not doing research, especially I, me. <laughs> so I went to the one for writer John Vitti, wow. and he didn't have much to say about this episode other than uh, he said, I had the best director. Like, if I could have picked mm-hmm. any director, it would have been this one. They said that this was the last week Jake Hogan and Wally Wally worked on the show, mm. and they have a photo of everybody with them and to give you, like, a, a, a snapshot of the team that week mm. uh, of the writing of the episode. And then, lastly, he said he had two dreams for this episode, to have him in a plow and meet Adam West. So, so good. Here we go. <gasps> Adam West! Hey, kids! Batman! Dad, that's not the real Batman. Of course I'm Batman. See, here's a picture of me with Robin. Who the hell's Robin? Oh, I guess you're only familiar with the new Batman movies. (laughs) Michelle Pfeiffer. The only true Catwoman is Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, or Eartha Kitt. And I didn't need molded plastic to improve my physique. Pure West. And how come Batman doesn't dance anymore? Remember the bat to see? <clears throat> that is the, so uh, many pent so much pent up Batman fandom from the writers. And uh, including the camera going askew like it does on the Batman TV. Yeah, it is the Dutch great. angle that yeah. all the villains are filmed on on Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that show, that show is an endless source of joy. There's mm-hmm. a million great things in this. Like John Vitti is like a lot of right comedy writers his age. Loved the Batman sixty six series of Adam West started. My introduction to yeah. Batman, and he and it taught him comedy. And he wrote just straight uh, bits about uh, Batman for this. And Do to we, get Adam West, and they talk yeah. about on the commentary that the nerds on this writing staff <laughs> have never been more excited than when Adam West came. No to attractive woman could bring them to the booth. So. Certainly not. So I have to, I have to do something. I have to throw Family Guy in comedy prison mm-hmm. for life yes. for basically Why? saying. I like what you did there, Mr. Plow. Let's do that for several episodes. So Adam West is a character on Family Guy. And in The Simpsons in this episode, he's realistically unhinged. You could tell mm-hmm. he's a little bitter. He's a little, like, loopy. On Family Guy, he's this fucking monkey cheese character that just says random non sequiturs. Yes. And it's just really embarrassing. Like, I, I feel like you... Adam West to say anything. I'll yeah. say it. But it's just like, like why did you need Adam West? And Google... Batusi, because you just need to remember that exists. It's yeah. a real dance. It's a real did, dance. It, which, just to remind you, it was from the 60s. They really want to drive it home. It's in one of the first episodes of the show. I mm-hmm. watched that episode recently, and it's where Batman orders milk at the bar, mm-hmm. but it gets poisoned by Catwoman's lackeys, or no, the Riddler's lackeys, and then that's when he's kind of freaking out, like saying, like, oh, I know how to dance, and then he does the Batusi, <laughs> and then passes out. Uh, so, but, uh, wait, another Batman observation. Okay. Technically, as of this recording, the most recent Batman anything mm. stars Adam West. Oh. The straight-to-video Batman, return. the return of the caped crusader. Return of the caped crusader. Him, him, Burt, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar uh, re- redoing their voices. So I love all the like, living people. You're familiar with the uh, new Batman movies. There's been... 
how many Batman? At least six, Five, seven. I think. Since then, if you count yeah. Batman versus yeah. Superman, well, also, and Batman um, and Robin would appear yeah. in the next Batman. So film. kids would know Robin. That also, was a great little animation thing of yeah. like him crumpling. That like, yeah, he, he's, he should love this photo. But when the kids are like, oh, who's Robin? Then he's so angry he crumples <laughs> his own photo up. Like, oh, there's a great animation. There's also a Simpsons connection because Adam West was in the pilot called Look Well, just gonna, that was written my by Conan O'Brien. It's great. Look it up. Watch it. It could have been a great the, show. I love Adam West on Batman, but the greatest thing he's ever done is Look Well. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like him picking up his badge fell like he carries around the it's, badge. So, it's it's great so it's funny it's all on youtube and it and no no like i want to bring family guy maybe put them in a work release program <laughs> because like well, good behavior it Chris. took it took the simpsons i think to realize adam west is a comedic force i don't think the rest of the world was prepared for yeah, that and mm. i think he was owning it he was hosting like mst3k turkey days totally. around this time oh god totally. yeah and well because but whole... also speaking of MST, i just have to bring that up when Joel quit the show, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Joel Hodson, the creator, quit the show, he's like, I don't want... Well, I guess now we know why he really did quit, but yeah. he, he kept saying in public, I don't want to be dressed as this character at boat and car shows <laughs> like Adam West, because that's what Adam West was doing. And then he realized that's all people want from him, so he did. Yeah, it's so funny <laughs> that 20, over, over 20 years later, he's like, yeah, right. I'm I just, don't blame uh, him. He, no, he's, he's good at that. He should accept what I, he's well, good yeah. at it. I remember being a 15-year-old like, yeah, Joel, don't do that. And like, I almost beg to go like to an anime convention if someone was gonna like pay my flight like i like i that seems like that seems like an awesome life please yeah. please fly me to every car and boat and show. then people will just come up to me for days on end telling me how great i am oh i love that yeah and i i did this to adam west just uh the, this month oh my I, god at new york city comic con I was there, and we were. I was doing all these interviews, sometimes with people I'd never heard of. But the best one was that I they were promoting Batman: Return of the Cape Crusader, mm-hmm. and I got to interview the director of the film, and the animators, who I did know of them because they worked on. They've been on the DC Animation since Batman: The Animated Series, mm. some of them, and I was super stoked to meet them. That's awesome. But I didn't care because first I got to interview Adam West, and he was so friendly, like he's. He's a lot. Whoa. He's twenty years older than he is in yeah. this. Henry, it's great to Be- meet you. Beforehand, he asked me like, "What's your name?" Like, "I'm Henry." He's like, and so he'd answer these wow. questions like, "Well, Henry, wow. you know, they really did get the jokes right. Like, they got the tone so right." I, I would probably it. It die so if Adam West said my name. Oh. <laughs> it was so like shaking his hand, and I told him like, "This is such an honor to interview. Thank you so much." If you follow, if you go to my Twitter, you got to go back a few weeks, but you'll see me my pictures with him. Like, it was. It, while I'm doing him, very so awesome, and and it was so hard not to ask him about look well. Like mm-hmm. I really just want to say, and look well is the funniest thing ever. But just I, he was super friendly, just like your best grandpa. I loved yeah. it. We and, did a laser time a long time ago about unaired TV pilots that are amazing, and that mm-hmm. was definitely one of them. And the line we took from his like, did you get my uh, did you get my moose at the store? Uh, they said they stopped making that ten years ago. Those fools. <laughs> Just him eating a popsicle too and watching his old shows. Uh, and, and I thank my followers uh, on Twitter for when I shared pictures of Adam West. They mentioned Batman or Look Well. They didn't, or even this episode. No one mentioned Family Guy. Damn. Thank I, you. I think. That, well, I, I still, as someone who likes Family Guy and sees it on Adult Swim on occasion, uh, and, and do think the show is great and funny. They don't lean into that character anymore. Oh, really? yeah. Okay. I yeah, seen yeah. In a just while. because, like, he—he's just—he's—he's he's so random, for lack of a better word. And, I like, think it was funnier when they had Hugh Downs come on as a superhero. Mm-hmm. That was I much, so much funnier. Yeah, yeah, that Hugh Downs could fly.
The Simpsons will be right back. Look, Talking Simpsons listeners, I know this is going to be a long one, but it stands to reason. Uh, you love your background information, your minutiae, all that good stuff. You like to be informed, and you also like podcasts. And if you like both of those things, uh, we have to tell you about this service that I'm sure you've heard of. Audible, Audible, the uh, Internet's leading site for audiobooks and spoken entertainment. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can enjoy on your iPhone, Kindle, uh, Windows Phone, does that still exist? Android MP3 player, and maybe even your Samsung Galaxy, whether or not it's on fire. And, better still, Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook to download and a free 30-day trial just to check out the service. And you should! Obviously, you've got your bestsellers like your Harry Potters, The Girl Who Kicked the Blobbity Book, and uh, your Song of Fire and Ice Game of Thrones books. You've got all that stuff, new books from everybody you can think of, but also little stuff you might not know about, such as The Simpsons, an uncensored, unauthorized history by John Ortvid, uh, narrated by a bunch of people who are telling you uh, uncensored and unauthorized, unofficial anecdotes from the behind-the-scenes making of The Simpsons that built the show. I have not listened to this yet, but I kind of want to. It has some pretty good recommendations, and it is 100% unofficial, therefore not filtered by Fox. Want to try that book or many others out for yourself? Then go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with your free audiobook and your free 30-day Audible trial. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Uh, 1987 The Hidden opens with a man who's robbed a bank, steals a Ferrari, tears ass through L.A. in a bunch of real-ass shots. Yeah, like, yeah. You want to see a movie that epitomizes the 80s? Yeah, a little bit. Because, like, the alien is only obsessed with the most food, the loudest mm-hmm. punk and rock music, On the and biggest... the fastest... He only likes Ferraris, so he only steals Ferraris during the movie. Ferraris. Oh, and there's the, the most... The most 80s scene I've ever seen in yeah. my life. A guy in a white suit <laughs> doing cocaine <laughs> out of the trunk of a red Ferrari. Mind you, a model of a Ferrari where his cocaine is stored on his yes, table, yes. and then he does a line uh, off that. It's, uh, it's Wall Street personified. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Oh, All right, but Jesus. enough Adam West love. So Homer guy. sees a plow. Jesus. Yeah, I can't afford it. Belly, this doesn't cost money. It makes money. You make the payments by plowing driveways on the side. Well, I really should discuss this with my wife. Your wife? What, do you think I'm going to buy a $20,000 truck just because you make that noise? I'll take it. <laughs> Try... I cannot believe how old this episode is. We're not in the market for a new car, but if you were, try and find one for twenty thousand dollars. Yes, yeah, it is not I possible. Don't know what cars cost. Uh, I do. I lo- I got I got a new job a few years back, and like I guess I should look into having a car. And this is like a billion miles away. Like, oh, they all start at thirty to forty thousand mm. dollars. Yeah, the nineties rem- were a magic time. <laughs> I remember the last time I was shopping for a car was like twelve years ago. New cars, I mean, new a cars. new car, mm. and I was looking like a Honda Fit just because it was like ah oh, the cheap one sixteen thousand yep. like mm-hmm. and because it's a hatchback car. And then my dad. Basically called me not a man for wanting a hatchback. Like, it, it, it's I mean, a car for wusses. Don't son, laugh. It's a car from Japan. Not to pile on with your father. Why the fuck? 
Do you want a hatchback? Storage, man. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Like, come on. What were you carting around? It's like a double trunk. But it was a sexy Honda f- hatchback. Like, I don't know. I well, I, I always was... hate the way hatchbacks look. You're watching a lot of initial D at the time. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> and did you guys notice what the plow, who manufactured that plow? Yeah. I did. Komatsu Motors. Mm-hmm. The who, company that, oh, that bought purchased Powell, Powell's Powell Motors. Motor. Yeah, yeah, so Homer's kind of twisting a knife a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, the the little cutaway to HW in the dream sequence, he was already a lame duck president when this episode aired. Like, yeah, he had lost weird. the election, and he was a, a lazy one-termer. As I wrote down No this. one-termers, as he'll be. In the fantasy yeah. sequence, the protest signs around the White House were, forget the Alamo and pay me not to work. Yeah. <laughs> I dislike Ike. Homer has like a really conservative fantasy, like yes. sh- like plowing over protesters. I think of that as like Schwartzwelder's yeah, uh, like a, influence. Like a cranky libertarian, like you kids, get go back to work. Though we'll still see H.W. Bush in a few seasons, like uh, yeah. sporadically after this. Two bad neighbors. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, again, this is another great scene. That you might not, you could easily not associate with oh, the plow episode. We talk about Family Guy. This is a Family Guy act break opening, if I ever heard one. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you bought that plow. We can't afford it. If you're going to get mad at me every time I do something stupid, then I guess I'll just have to stop doing stupid things. Good. Fine. I'll never, ever do another stupid thing. Good night. <laughs> right into the door. Didn't that hurt? No. <laughs> I love that so it's much. Just but... per- and you're right, perfect in a cartoon sense that Matt Groening doesn't seem to like. Yeah. Homer's face gets scrunched. That doesn't really well, happen. Well, what I mean the Family Guy yeah. thing mm-hmm. is it's like, as pointed out on the South Park de- mm-hmm. destruction of Family Guy, mm-hmm. was that they constantly have Lois say, I can't believe you plot mm-hmm. moment that just happened. Yeah. It's yeah. an easy... It's not that Family Guy is the only show that's ever done that. It's an mm-hmm. easy way to be like, well, we're back for commercial. we got to remind people what happened. That was like every act break on sitcoms for 50 years. And like, it's what nagging wives were for. <laughs> yeah, like they were like, to say, you did this silly thing. I can't believe it. Okay, so I want to get honest here with playing. Again, I keep calling Barney the MVP of these early seasons. Yeah. Barney is, uh, Jesus, down on his luck more so than oh, normal. Yeah. <laughs> Even more. 20% off in lullabies. Just tell them Big Baby sent you. I know you can hear me. I'm talking to you. You sicken me. (laughs) I guess guys like us just can't get a break. Well, at least I can't sink any lower. Come back, diaper. Come back. Oh, boy. Hi, Ma. God. So a rare appearance of Just Stamp the Ticket Guy. uh, You sicken me. You sicken me. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't. This was the first time I noticed that lullabies is called lullabies. It's a really clever name of a store. Like we once here. But uh, Homer wants to get more work. As a plow person, that is very. Did you that, see me being sensitive? That okay. is very humiliating to Barney, like yes. his greatest humiliation. And uh, now I think of that scene more for like hardcore nudity. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but oh man, the fucking commercial parodies. Captain McAllister. This and is such a one-off. They already are loving him so yeah. much. Like just have him just cut into Captain McAllister. He's already not. Uh, he's not a guy who runs a, 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 the Frying Dutchman anymore. No, he's, he's a host of commercials. That's like a pitch man for a compilation. Uh, I'm surprised oh, he's at CDs. I'm going to lose my plow. Dad, have you considered buying cheap commercial time on Channel 92? Check it out. R 90C shanties on three compact discs. Roll the man down, babies. Roll the man down. Roll, roll, roll your boat. 
in the Navy. Come on and join your fellow man. This, this <laughs> is still one of the things I'm, I know I'm going to have a hard time explaining to my kids because these commercials were all over I the place. these commercials. Yes. But they're literally selling you mix CDs <laughs> for the for four times the price of the CD. Like, some of these commercials are so itching to my brain, I don't know full songs. I know, like, a phrase from one yeah. song and then the phrase from the next one that's in it, the commercial. Dude, totally understand yeah. what you're talking about. I remember the one that's, like, etched into my brain. Not hey, remember was, the 80s? <laughs> the, the one I remember is it was a commercial for Christmas songs they did on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that they must have taken the footage of kids playing at Christmas and mm-hmm. opening toys from Europe because the kids would open Smurf toys. <laughs> and I just remember as a kid being like, I want those Smurf toys. Where do they sell them? Like, they must have been from Europe. But it was just like, who would who would just buy a bunch of tapes of Christmas album, uh, Christmas songs? And also the list of songs with one in yellow. And it's a great way yeah. for jokes because yep. you can stick in jokes yep. between the highlighted ones. The one I was thinking of, I think it aired when I was a teenager. It was a new metal compilation, probably one of the last oh, ones. Wow. So it was like, crawling in my skin. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Those are the only, I only know that part of those songs. I remember the hair metal stuff. Like, it looked like commercial. Hey, remember the 80s? Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> and then talk dirty over. to me. Yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, the yeah. song is over. That's all I know yeah, about that's it. That's all you really need to know about that song. Uh, <laughs> but, that, but they're mixed CDs. Yeah. Yeah. They're arranged Songs and these used to cost like forty dollars for two discs. We're going to sell you a playlist. <laughs> yeah, I miss so crazy. I feel like they're the final version of that was now. That's what I call music, and now that it's just you. You do you hear music at Starbucks? I'll buy it. Yeah, so like, though nobody buys music at all anymore. So who no. cares? But that was the end of it. But I miss that genre of things. This makes me just want to go to YouTube. I bet there must be like a two-hour totally. long oh, compilation. I, I can only think of the state sketch where Tom Lennon just sings sit, sitting on the dock of the bay over and over again. <laughs> it's the only song in the album. <laughs> or the Mr. Uh, show sketch where he's like, yes, give me that song. Blero, I like that give one me too. Blero. Yeah. Flight oh, to the Valkyries. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, oh, sorry, we've been making you wait a long time a lot of hay this. out of this. Uh, the Mr. Plow commercial. Yeah. Do we have a drum roll? Here we we do not. Dave has my computer. It may be on a lousy channel, but the Simpsons are on TV. Take that. <gasps> Our driveway snowed in. Old, Old man, man winter. <laughs> That's right. I fill your driveways with ice and snow. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. That's what. Stop. Mr. Wow. Get out, you lousy season. All right, I'm going. My head hurts. I have to lie down for a while. Hello, I'm Mr. Plow. Are you tired of having your hands cut off by snow blowers and the inevitable heart attacks that come with shoveling snow? Uh-huh. Then call Klondike 53226. Call now and receive a free T-shirt. He could still surprise you. But I'm a real tightwad. Can I afford this remarkable system? Absolutely. My prices are so low, you'll think I've suffered brain damage. You are fully bonded and licensed by the city, aren't you, Mr. Plow? Shut up, boy. <laughs> ah! So remember... Palmer could not afford him. Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Well... John Q. Driveway has our number. Now we play the waiting game. That's a joke I kind of missed out on. The commercial, not only did it air at 3 in the morning, it was the last thing to air on the network. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess you have to explain test patterns to people. Uh, I I think I was watching Toy Story with somebody, and, like, you know, there's, like, a test pattern that comes on the dude's Mm -hmm. TV at some point. Mm -hmm. Somebody was like, what is that? Like, why are they showing an Indian's head? When does it end? It doesn't make sense, but it was literally supposed to 
let you calibrate the colors in your television. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah t- I test and, pattern. Yeah, yeah, test pattern. Never even thought of that. But, yeah. but you don't know what color it's supposed to be. <laughs> so, how are my black levels doing, local station? So mm, I found so much more in this in rewatching mm-hmm. it that I had forgotten. Like, it's it's obviously hilarious and the song is great. Yeah. But, but there's little touches, too, that I really want to give. Like, Jim Reardon, is an am- his direction in this is amazing. The animation in this commercial especially is, like, yeah. better than average of this great episode. Yeah. Right? Everybody's rounder. Everybody, yeah. like, their smiles are paced on. And there's, there's just great little bits. Like, the kids are constantly looking in the camera. And, and like and like having these four smiles on their faces too. Yeah, yeah like just like, being very awkward. Lisa looks at the camera, then looks at Homer, and then looks at the camera. The, the blocking on this is yeah. is just to make it look like a shitty commercial and not Jesus, a modern episode of The Simpsons. It's just and one Hol- shot. Yeah, just yeah. Shot. staging and yeah. no great and, camera angles. And Homer kicking Grandpa in the butt is yeah. so mean. <laughs> and him throwing his crown of razor blades off his head and uh, going inside like? ice cubes. Oh, oh, was ice cubes. I wasn't yeah. sure. Okay, that's a, or well, or like like, like uh, razor blades, icicles or something. It looked like guess, those yeah. uh, like tinsel or something like uh, that. But. The, and then the song, so this, yeah. the, about the song that John Vitti just made it up thinking that the, the lyrics, and he thought that they'd be replaced later by Jeff Martin, who wrote all the good songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. But Al Jean and Mike Reese liked it so much, okay. they kept it as that song because it was uh, so bad. And uh, he also, uh, but. It wasn't all him, was it, Bob? No, on the comment, there's lots of weird moments in these early commentaries where Macarena is afraid of getting sued. So mm-hmm. John V's like, oh, the song is based on, and Macarena's like, up, up, up. And then John V is like, it's similar to a local commercial <laughs> Here, in I my area. Co- Mr. Grinning, have you- this song is a parody of, yeah. and you're fine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you should have said that. But it's also, it's actually a parody of the Roto-Rooter theme, or part of what? it. Yes. I've never- uh, go ahead and play it, Chris, or at least the part that. Mr. Paul Roto Rooter, that's the name. And we go troubles down the drain. Roto Rooter, Roto Rooter. Okay, we're good. That song is like a like a minute and thirty seconds long. Jesus. So yeah, like call Roto Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down, down the drain. drain. Yeah, hey, so I, I think better call them now. They even keep the that's the name, the like the laziest lyric. Like, yes. That's Roto Rooter. You just heard what I said. I do miss the fuck out of commercial jingles. Oh yeah, like all we have is go to the general and save some time. Like that's all we have left. <laughs> when I when I went home uh, recently to Ohio to visit, I can't believe there are still shitty local commercials. Yes. Like we have not yes. evolved past this yet yes. as a people. I was obsessed with them, and I was uh, really pissed when I got back here. I'm like, you guys have to hear these fucking commercials. Yeah, like I was taking pictures of them with my camera, and of course, none of these idiots know how to use YouTube. Like they they don't exist. You can't find them unless you're you're listening. They're still to the radio. using like video toasters for editing. What Dude, do you they, expect? Again, like they were the Tallahassee Chevrolet a pirate themed. Go what? Don't go away. Scurry. Get yourself. A, <laughs> we had a, a fast over to Tallahassee Chevrolet. It's so good. We had an old man uh, called the Lone Arranger based on wow. the Lone Ranger, oh, wow. and I believe it even had a man dressed up as an Indian. It was very sensitive towards uh, Native peoples, of course. How well, oh, do I save? money <laughs> see that's mine was kind of boring i can't think any the, the because most of the ones i recall were just like jacksonville jaguar players mm. like hey i play on jacksonville jaguars this car this truck i'm standing next to is awesome right yeah now we, we had a bunch of fsu players as well oh, of yeah. course i mean bobby jindal was probably all over you bobby bowden is that bobby bowden not bobby, bobby bowden oh. like bobby ba- saint bobby we call him yes. uh because if you went to florida bobby. state and worked in the arts odds are you made a sculpture or a stained glass window devoted to the football coach of which 
Uh, Tallahassee has the second largest stained glass window in the country devoted to its football coach. He should be worshipped as a false god. He has 13 statues around the stadium, which, oh by the god. way, uh, they just they didn't build a, they didn't want to build a film school, so they just built it onto the stadium <laughs> to make the stadium bigger. Uh, that's how much they love their football, and that he is on like so many local commercials because the players currently playing aren't allowed. Because that's stupid oh, and shitty. Yeah. Uh, they don't get paid for anything. The NCAA um, makes billions of dollars, yes. but it would be it would it would defile college. So if what they you get is this, this pockmarked sixty year old beer gutted <laughs> like like can't even pronounce oh. basic words. We would constantly make fun of. Them. Uh, of course, I play a lot of football, but I know this season you're into volleyball. Did like, how many into, vowels, uh, how many syllables did you make ball into? Did he spin to a cuspidor after that? I, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember there's a scene where he drinks a Coke and like all this needed was one director to say, his gut looks way too big when he, he doesn't have to turn to the, do a profile <laughs> shot. Just, it, yeah, it literally I mean, obscures well, the logo. We all know the sick shit those football coaches are into in college, so <laughs> I mean, you never know. Just, yeah, like he's just he's a he's a fat white guy who coaches football. Like it's easy Saint to imagine. Bobby. Uh, and what? Well, who's the Gators coach? Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier. Why do I know this? Get it well, out of my head. I mean, he was your guy. I oh, know. He was your parents' guy. My parents went. To, my parents went to the rival school of the city they decided to live in. So every so I, like thirteen Saturdays out of the year were a nightmare. For I have it. never mm. watched an entire college football game, but it is omnipresent. In Florida, the rivalry oh, yeah. between the Gators and the Knolls. No might, Gators. No, no can't Gators. keep talking about this. Let's I'm so on. sorry, yeah. Mr. So, Plow. That's here, my name. Here, an elderly freedom joke. Yeah. We're not prisoners anymore. We're free. We can go anywhere we want. I'm cold and frightened. <laughs> Sounds like a Conan old person joke. Yeah. Um, it, it's been a few episodes, but we've got another Godfather reference yeah. and a pretty heavy one. A pretty like, great one. Yeah, Bart getting pelted with the snowballs. And it's actually funny on the commentary because... They're in production on the season of the episode oh, where James Caan yeah. will be on the show. Who he won't stop hanging out in Bart's freehouse, I think. Something like that. And they just recreate that and again, that scene with James Caan being death shot. Of, the death of Sonny Corleone. Yeah, who and, and gets it, shot so much in, at that uh, New Jersey turnpike. He does. And, but that's, to me, the perfect thing about a, a good Simpsons film parody. Because this is a direct parody, not yeah. exactly shot for shot. But if you haven't seen The Godfather and don't get it, it's still funny. Yeah, I it didn't get it until much later in life. Yeah, and it, you probably, it like great. most everybody won't get one later. That's a, from an amazing film, but it's because funny. it's so subtle and short. But it's funny just to see Bart get hit mm-hmm. so hard by all these snowballs. Yep. Because everybody in school hates him because his dad is plowing driveways, mm-hmm. allowing the school bus to arrive at school, canceling snow days, essentially, what Bob talked about earlier. Oh, snow days are glorious. Well, kids hate Mr. Plow, but Marge loves Mr. Plow. Uh, I do. I called this uh, sound file. Marge gets plowed. Oh, my God. I was wrong about you buying that truck. I'm very proud of you, Mr. Plow. <laughs> This might sound silly, but just for a change, would you mind... Cutting my nails? Brushing my teeth? Uh. No, no. Could you wear the Mr. Plow jacket? Just, uh, for fun. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. (laughs) 
God. Yeah, oh, I like the thing he still puts it on. It's for special occasions. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you guys feel like she's turned on because Homer is competent and successful at something? Like, mm. he's actually asserting himself in the world instead of I just being a dipshit? can only imagine as a housewife who finally feels like the other half of their equation is pulling their weight. Yeah, exactly. And creating some security like, for the family. Yeah, though, that is one major plot hole in this episode. Where's this the, is the where's first the, time they don't explain why Homer isn't at the power plant. It's a slippery slope from here. They're, yeah. like, they, they had like one scene baked in, like he either calls work or mm-hmm. that he stops by work and lets them know. There's no excuse. And I feel like Mr. Burns should be in this episode somewhere. We're, yeah. we're missing yeah. out on some kind of Burns that's, anger. That's also weird about it, that like Burns isn't there to say anything and or like he plows his, my driveway but, and don't scratch the obscure thing his driveway is made was the man who scrapped who my scratched my Model T? Yes, uh, there you go. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, I could write for the show. It's not no, easy. I, yeah, uh, so I love this. The uh, he, like he's with Barney. Barney's down in his luck, and he he gives advice to Barney. And the advice Barney, t- well, here you go, Mister Plow, for making it possible for people to get where they're going without resorting to public transportation or <laughs> carpooling, I give you the key to the city. Here you go, Mr. Plow. A beer on the house. Wow, Mo! You didn't even give a beer to those freed Iranian hostages! <laughs> ah, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. But Homer is a real hero. I wish I was a hero. Well, wishing won't make it so. You gotta pull up your diaper, get out there, and be the best damn Barney you can be. Here I come, world! I had to do it. I had to get the sound effects thing. In the, the can. I get a lot of questions about podcasting and Patreon, and I help everybody, and there's always that little side of me. I can't create my own Plow King pot competition. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, it's yes. true. I'll, of course, I'll always help with everything. I, I just thought of why Burns is not in this episode, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, the first draft, Lenny was the Plow King, yes. not Barney. And what a weird episode that would be. Really? Yeah, why, I feel like why he, Lenny? Jesus. I don't know. I just feel like he was like another character that could conceivably be... He cannot mm, exist yeah. without Carl. They yeah, cannot exactly. be. They're Phil and Lil. Yeah, and <laughs> it's it, Barney has a deeper hole to climb out of (laughs) too it's better for him and it doesn't when he shows up as big baby even though it is laying the groundwork for him becoming plow king it just feels like a funny joke like it doesn't feel like obvious obvious foreshadowing yeah Yeah, you know and so him becoming plow king i do have some you know technical questions on it where did barney get the money to buy that that's a good thing? question the same way uh idiots get money to buy anything the I, bank yeah Credit. i guess the bank just gave it to him and also how can he even drive and then yeah i do love his cruelty of like shooting homer's tires out yeah, like say hello to the plow king. that's yeah. so mean barney gets mean Barney, you stole my idea. Don't worry, Homer. There's nothing wrong with a little healthy competition. This scene and the scene where Barney is attacking the Homer standee with a baseball bat has to be pulled away. I think Barney's working through his resentment for Homer ruining his life. I think That's he's like true. coming to terms with that. That's the one time you can like, oh, okay, I get why this is why he, it's okay for him to do that yeah. because 
you ruined his life by getting like giving him his first beer. Yeah, Homer turns Bernie Barney onto beer. He was going to be like a Harvard. Was yeah, Harvard? Yeah, was, yeah, of course it's Harvard. Harvard it's here Simpsons. I come. Oh yeah, there. I mean, it's a bunch of Harvard nerdos, man. That's who writes the show. So here's that Plow King commercial. Cause I do oh, love yeah. it so. Wow, well, wow, well, look at this, and Mister Plow. <laughs> Save some for me. Wow, Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> Linda Ronstadt? How'd you get her? Oh, we've been looking for a project to do together for a while. <laughs> when the snow starts falling, there's a man you should be calling. That's KL54796. Let it ring. Mr. Plow is a loser, and I think he is a boozer. <laughs> so you better make that call to the Plow King. Can I get deep? Deep that belch in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Please get deep, Chris. Uh, I don't know what the Linda Ronstadt joke. It might be a, a callback to something else or a reference to something else. I don't remember. I've been doing podcasts for a long time. A lot of time with a, a boy named Brett Elston, uh, who you've heard plenty of time in Laser Time occasionally on this show, uh, host of 302010. Uh, he, he made that joke, Linda Ronstadt, and like, oh, Simpsons. And it turns out it was from something else. And uh, there's a there's an album <laughs> called Kermit Unpigged, oh, yeah. a parody of Eric Clapton Unplugged. Is that before he shot himself with a shotgun? Who oh. uh, Kermit? <laughs> yeah, just it's a Nirvana Unplugged reference. Oh, God that damn was their it. last album, right? Uh, technically, unfortunately. I wonder who's in here? Linda Ronstadt, Kermit. Oh boy! It's so, so is like it's Linda Ronstadt a... showing up on? It's like the same delivery. Well, like, uh, this is a callback to she was on an episode of the Muppet Show, yeah. and it's she actually Linda sings. Ronstadt. She sings this amazing song in it. I actually like cried so because of, because of Toys R Us. Brett heard that song every day. Yeah, poor that, Brett. So. Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> so I don't want to bring up uh, the, your uh, Kermit's inflection. Like is Barney esque actually? Yeah. but uh, I just want to say. You don't have to watch the whole episode of The Muppet Show with Linda Ronstadt. But look, excruciating. But look up her singing When I Grow Too Old to Dream. It mm. is beautiful. Uh, moves me to tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's that cheap Henson sentimentality I love so the much. The fuzziness of it all. I, I have some interesting phone trivia for everybody. You know how they say KL5 and Klondike, Klondike 5? Klondike 5, yeah. That is essentially, you five, know, 555. Five, five, five. Five. Yeah. I guess before area codes, you would do that as a mnemonic device. Like, I'm uh, something, fu- blah, 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 never blah, blah, blah. I've heard like, any other variation on that. Yeah, mm. I mean, it was a thing that people did a long time ago when there oh. were only seven numbers. Because, like, you can't remember seven numbers, but you can remember a word and five numbers. So go for That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that was why. They said Klondike Five. I knew K and L are like they're on the five yeah. button. Yeah, right? so that's that's if you're why using T nine to find this podcast. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> and both of them are Klondike Five, but mm-hmm. uh, but Homer's three two two six, and the Plow King is oh my goodness uh, oh shoot four seven nine six. Yeah, it's part of the song, so I remember it. <laughs> four seven nine six. Let it ring. Uh, Linda Ronstadt has she is a San Francisco dweller a lot really? of the time. That's where they. He came up here to record it. John Beatty did the writer, and he said, as he said in his tweets, <laughs> the most beautiful moment in his career, The Simpsons, was hearing Linda Ronstadt sing the Spanish version of the oh, King Plow King song. It's very pretty. Oh, I did not get that. Um, but uh, what about Homer's rap? That's pretty good too. Bro, leave it to Beaver. 
Yeah, they were gay. <laughs> oh, what am I going to do? I think you should do a new ad, one that's fresh and original. I know. I'll do a rap. Boom, cha boom, cha boom, cha boom. I'm Mr. Plow, and I'm here to say I'm the plowinest guy in the USA. I got a big plow, and I'll move a lot of things. Like your cow if you have one. Stop it right now. Promise you'll never do that again. All right. <laughs> a lot of that feels like improv, and I like it. I got that Tony Dow was a yeah. character on. He Leave played it. Wally Cleaver on Leave It to Be. They her. were gay. Yeah, they, he didn't and, say who was gay. Yeah, he that's, they uh, were that's gay. what protects them from yeah. libel. Uh, but <laughs> I swear, I had said to my parents, my mom at one time when she was embarrassing me, "Stop it right now!" In the Bart way, like, it's it's just so weird. Like it, yeah, my parents. That's that's such a my mom thing to do. Yeah, well, my mom sang all the time. Like mm-hmm. she didn't wouldn't do raps. She would just like sing a song I never heard of. I just be like, oh my, and then I and then I eventually became my mother. Homer's taking desperate marketing measures. Oh yeah. Oh, he goes to McMahon and Tate, which mm-hmm. is the name of the advertising firm Darren works at and on Bewitched. Oh, I had no idea. Really? Yep. Wow. Mr. Simpson, I guarantee you we'll come up with a commercial that can save your business. You know those radio ads where two people with annoying voices yammer back and forth? I invented those. <laughs> it happens all the time. That's great. I mean, this okay, so I, I have no problem with those ads, by the way. Oh, I think Jesus. they're great. Uh, I, I leave the radio on for my bird. I don't listen to it. I leave it on for give him something to listen Aww. to. And so when I leave, I hear those commercials and I think of that line every time because they are awful, like uniformly <laughs> awful. Oh, they're, oh, so bad. Well, at this time of the year, you're getting tons of like conservative uh, um, political ads like I heard about this proposition that would take away candy. Oh. I, I know. I don't get this. I think the FM station is like, we're going to make the workday fly by. No politics, just Huey Lewis in the news and some other shit. See, all I can think of that kind of commercial is that fucking Verizon turncoat who's uh, now doing yes. Sprint commercials. Uh, and I, can you hear me been, now, guy? Yeah. That should have been oh. in his contract that he could never do ads for another so Brilliant uh, move. Yeah. But every time those, one of those commercials comes on, it, it comes in mid-conversation where people are talking about their data plans, and I'm like, you are the worst friend. <laughs> we, can we please stopping about our phone, our carrier for it, just one where, second? The Where's the Beef Lady got fired for going to Ragu or something like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, or Prego or something. So how much money did Homer spend on that ad? That Kiwanis Squatsy ad? Was, was it like a, a parody of Calvin Klein ads yeah, that were like artsy-fartsy? Yeah. Uh, artsy farsy ads, but also for like perfume in the early yeah. 90s like you i mean i don't think of the actual commercial i think of the snl commercial yeah, i was gonna say snl uh, had like made a lot of obsession hay these yeah. the, the obsession one that uh jane not jan hooks uh, uh no it was jan yeah hooks. jan hooks she was oh, yeah. so good in mm-hmm. the obsession one that she R. just R. kept cleaning everywhere mm-hmm. r.i.p uh she's dancing in heaven with phil hartman now man. Oh, also oh, two oh, dead simpsons cast, that crushes me. semi-cast members yeah, but anyway, the uh, that ad, it, it, I, it was so expensive. It, co- it must have cost it Homer like hundred thousand dollars. I like his reaction, like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and it is a real indignity for Homer to have to give back the key to the city in public at a like, yeah, a like presentation, at a, at a ceremony. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Uh, it's like, and so I don't. It was blame, never wrapped in foil. <laughs> I don't blame him for trying to kill Barney. Or well, he didn't. It, his plan wasn't to kill Barney. It was just to get him at, away. It, w- it I, was. For me, like when I was watching this with an analytical mind, taking notes, I'm like, this. I think this is the first time. It's like Homer is getting Barney out of the picture by murdering him. Like he watches Arnie Pie die on the TV, and that gives him the idea. He's like, I could kill Barney. You think so? Yeah. I was just like, well, this will distract him for the whole day, but like that's not really going to help tomorrow. It seems a little extreme after watching a man die and then sending him there. Hello, Hello, King. 
I was wondering if you could plow my driveway on top of Forbidding Widow's Peak. I don't know. I'd be up there all day. I wouldn't be able to plow any other driveways. There's a $10,000 bill in it for you. Oh, yeah? Which president's on it? Uh, all of them. They're having a party. Jimmy Carter's passed out on the couch. Wow! I'll be right there! Barney, I'd like to put a Spanish version of your jingle on my next album. Señor Plow, no es macho, es solamente un borracho. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> wow, I love weird. it to hear uh, Barney be patronizing to someone. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. Like, her singing a beautiful song while they're in a hot tub together. Yeah. So she's what he's saying. He's not a man. He's a donkey. Was that what she's singing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah like, okay. yeah, he's not, he's not, masculine. I took two he's years of high school Spanish. Like, Chris knows me more, too. should know Spanish more than took, me. He's yeah, it went to, took a, a semester of Spanish, but in Costa Rica, which makes me one bad hombre. That's Spanish. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. A little topical. Uh, big hombre, man. And so, uh, a bigly hombre. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a Walter Cron, there's a parody of JFK's death. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it, Kit Brockman taking off his glasses is Walter Cronkite taking off his glasses to say the president has been shot and killed. Yeah. And there's some interesting, like, lore big to this episode. Uh, Barney is covered in snow. He's going to say, say goodbye, say hi to all the loved ones that mm-hmm. died. He mentions the plane never watered his dad. In the Flying Hellfish episode, it's, re- it's revealed his dad did die in a par- parade float accident Jeez. in 1979 with, like, four other Hellfish members. Wow, uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, canonically, he's dead, and they establish it in this episode. It was- if I may say there's a, a very subtle film parody in here of the movie Sorcerer. Yes. Yeah. Which is just I, there's no it is astonishing. I love the original movie Wages of Fear. William yeah. Friedkin remade it in the seventies with Roy Scheider. It is a story of men who have to cart volatile dynamite through. Uh, Jesus, where are they in the second? In, I don't, I don't know. Sorcerer, sorcerer. Yeah. but they're in South America somewhere. But like basically, like you can't go over so much as a speed bump, and they're doing this on places that don't have paved roads. Trees are down, and any slight shake will make them all explode. Yeah, and and I, so it's a very subtle parody of the uh, basically the poster of the film. Well, and yeah. the music mm-hmm. is a parody of the Tangerine Dream soundtrack. Yes, yes, well. yes. Good call. I him. vastly prefer the Wages of Fear. I'm sorry. No, no, but, yeah. but no, like the uh, amount William of Friedkin yeah. vastly re- prefers Wages. Actually, of Fear. I did. I didn't like Sorcerer. I, no, I, I loved. It. I don't know the, why, but just it, because it like with me. you heard that WTF interview, like I didn't give a shit back then. I just tried to get the coolest shot I could find and that yeah. movie is filled with dangerous cool whereas Wages of Fear is not like mm-hmm. it's very static kind of movie it's it's tense it works I do love it but like this this movie is so beautiful I'll have to uh, go back and watch it again oh, so good Wages of Fear is great and, and right before right before Homer goes to save him on Forbidding Widow's Peak also I love the way Homer like his mouth moves and he's like this is uh, like when he's doing the call to Barney yeah. his, his mouth movement is just like great and subtle they made a different mouth chart for the animators yeah. for that prank call it's and, so specific and like, also the, the kiss my asphalt line and him wanting the kids asphalt. to laugh with him and yeah. they're not and and then on top of that I'd say the only bad part the only actual bad part of this episode homer has to say this is my fault i've got to save him mm. but it's like they had two frames of animation that they just shook around like oh, this is all my fault yeah. i gotta save him it, it just felt like they they needed that bridge to the next scene of why homer would be risking his life for barney so mm. they created it but it, it looks so like cheap just and it's, like it's not it a out. joke yeah. it's just we have Expedition. two seconds just say it yeah. like get to the next scene information uh, but, but that falling mountain goat oof love that joke <laughs> 
I love it. that's that's animation you never even see in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So we do see that the Simpsons universe has a vengeful god uh, who wants to destroy Barney and Homer's future as uh, Plowman. Homer, you saved my life, and I'm not gonna forget it. From now on, we'll be partners. Barney, that's great. When two best friends work together, not even God Himself can stop them. Oh no. <laughs> The snow's melted. We can go outside again. Uh, I don't like the looks of those teenagers. I, I agree with Grandpa. Teenagers are frightening. I had to walk yeah, through no a way. crowd of them recently. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to die. I didn't realize there was going to be a really small portion of my life where I wasn't afraid of teenagers. Uh, <laughs> up until I was up until I was 10, totally afraid. Yeah. After twenty, after I turned 28, totally afraid of teenagers. Yeah. They can make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. well, we didn't even talk about it. The... It's a very visual joke, but the moving of the radio dial to yes. the center yeah. of the, the plow is so great. I, I love, love it. it. I love that bit. And But yeah, also the jokes about global warming, less funny now as global warming is heating up like it's hot record. I saw a yeah. map. Like people keep sharing all these maps like this each month was the hottest month it's ever been. <laughs> everywhere. It, it, yeah, everywhere. Except here. Yeah, and yeah, just sure. like if you believe science, Henry, they've got this, an agenda. This July was the hottest July in recorded history. This August was the hottest <laughs> August. Why is science always picking on those poor factory owners? I know yeah, they're <laughs> trying to make a living. How give us it? a break, scientists? Uh, I'm gonna get a tweet. <laughs> uh, so we got one more clip, Chris. Yeah, what's the end here? Yellow. Hello, this is the Repo Depot. I'm just calling to distract you while we repossess your plow. Oh yeah? How dumb do you think I? Oh. oh, now, homie, you have your health, you have your best friend <laughs> back, and you do have that certain special something. You mean... Mm-hmm. Mr. Plow, that's my name. The name again is Mr. Plow. Our forecast calls for flurries of passion, followed by extended periods of getting it on. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's really uh, funny, and I I think of uh, another show when I see this scene. Um, back in I don't know, fifteen years ago, I I watched like the Cosby Show a lot because it was just on Nick at Night. I would just I would just oh watch the Cosby Show again. So many episodes of the Cosby Show end with them about to fuck. Really, it's yes. crazy for a family show. It's just like okay, the, the once this show is over, they're fucking. He takes in the form of Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> yeah, Cliff yeah, Huxtable. No, Who they're... is the most fuckable Huxtable? Let's find out. <laughs> Not they're... my joke. Not my joke. No, that's a John Daly joke. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the bit. <laughs> I mean, they ended so many like that, and it now it takes on an odd negative Paul, yeah. thanks to <laughs> thanks to Bill Cosby's life. Uh, but hey, look uh, for a glass next to Felicia Rashad's nightstand. Oh boy, what what I do? But anywho, yes, uh, that no. is Mr. Plow. We man. did it, folks. We got in under an hour. No, we didn't. It's gonna almost <laughs> almost under after an hour. plugs. Who knows? Oh boy. So yes, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this is this uh, this season's gonna get so great, and it's already almost hit its peak here with uh, Mr. Plow. But I've been forbidding widows peak. <laughs> Oh, yes, Forbidding Windows Peak. I've been your host, Bob Mack. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also write for Something Awful and Fandom.com, uh, and you can re- check out my other podcast, Retronauts, every Monday at Retronauts.com. Every Monday, it's a new classic gaming topic. We go super in-depth on things like Fester's Quest. Dear God, why? Somebody has to do it. <laughs> Henry, please tell us where we can find you. 
I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, and you can follow all my work there, or on Fandom.com, powered by Wikia, and uh, where I am, Senior Games Editor, and you can find all my work there. Uh, though, also, you should be following the things I do with all my buddies on LazerTimePodcast.com, which is brought to you by Patreon.com slash LazerTime, which helped pay for this show, yep. and where you will find the first season of Talking Simpsons, mm-hmm. along with the exclusive Season 2 and Season 3 wrap-up shows with tons of deep cuts right. from the simpsons you got uh, about 12 jesus at least 10 hours of goodness waiting for you there yeah. uh, mm-hmm. go simpsons and find goodness. it it's worth it Thanks, just five dollars a month baby that's it for me that's it for you okay mm-hmm. we'll be back next week with more simpsons lore and lisa's first word see you then infotainment.